action. Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes and I'm your host. I'm here with Dominique De Benedetto from South Florida. She's a serial entrepreneur, uh, salon owner, wig business owner, and uh, so much more. Today we're talking about uh, the future of the industry. It's constantly changing and right now is a time of disruption and big change. So I wanted to pick Dominique's uh, brain, on, brain on this. Uh, but first, Dominique, for those people who have not seen any of your previous in- interviews, would you just give us a quick uh, introduction to who you are? and what Yeah. You do? Thank you so much for having me back. Um, I really love to be here and I loved our past episodes. They were really awesome. But my name is Dominique DiBenedetto. Um, I am. I have been a hairstylist for 17 years. I'm a salon owner in South Florida. I have a wig business, a full salon team, and basically I also do a lot of education for newbies in the business and people trying to just navigate their way in our industry um, the safest and best way possible. Nice. And just to uh, give a little bit... Um... A little bit more information, Dominique, is, and correct me if I might make any mistakes, Dominique started as a stylist in a salon, went to be independent, and then opened up a, a salon. And now, and, oh, and during that process of, of being open in a salon, started a wig business and is expanding the salon and doubling it in size. And it's all kind of happening right now. So I thought it would be since you're since you have this portfolio of like a business, you know, the education is all multi-pronged also. And it's, uh, you know, you, you teach people how to, how to execute technical while building the business. And you have a wig, the wig education, which you have just have, have started and you teach for Redkin. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so somebody like yourself who is super active in the industry and, you know, solving problems that you come across, um, what type of uh, changes in the industry, uh, if any, do you like, are you looking at, like, what are you paying attention to and, uh, what do you, yeah, let's start there. What are you seeing? So the one thing that I can say that I really feel that we're going to really have to pivot and adjust to is the new, what the new guest experience looks like Um, and how we're going to be able to cater to these guests. Our guest experience now has to be bigger, better, and we have to bring it 10 times harder now more than ever. And why I think that is, is because of what the world has gone through, people are spending their money different. Um, They are still thinking that we are very, very important. Yes, they are spending good money. They have a lot of money to spend. They're just spending it differently. So we need to really focus on, are you giving the client value? Most people will say, I don't care what it costs as long as I love it or if it's worth it. So you really, really have to dig deep and figure and really ask yourself, is what I'm giving worth it? Is this a $500 service? Is this a $400 service? Also, another thing, client transparency is going to be huge. And what do you mean by that? What? What do you mean by that? Client transparency. Client transparency. Okay. So now we have things like Instagram and they're bringing us all of these things. They're bringing us these phones with pictures, videos, TikToks. If I want this, I want that. We really, really need to make sure that we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's and we're consulting with these people. Their expectation versus reality. Your consultation has to be so clean, concise, 
take notes, make notes, remember what you said, because they will come back at you if you don't. Mm, That's good. Almost litigious. Right. You have one chance for this client to come back. It used to be seven. Then it went to four. Then it went to three. Now it's one. Oh, wow. Interesting. So if that client, that first time client is not happy, they are not going to give you another chance because you were not worth that for them. They can go somewhere else and they will. Wow. So book building 101 is customers don't give you as many chances. chances. So they you don't. really got to nail won't. it. It's you over. Be, yeah. No half-assing it. No half-assing it. No, no bad Any, days. Right. <laughs> Your, no bad days. Yeah. And that, you could go cry it out in the back, I, but you have to be on. Yeah. They're watching you. They're watching what you look like. They're watching what you're wearing. They're watching what you're saying. They're listening to what you're saying to your coworker. They're watching the culture in the salon. They're watching their eyes are open. Just like our eyes are open in our business of learning how to have more client boundaries. We're seeing that everywhere. Not taking talk to clients. Bond your hours. Just like how we're open, they are too. So we have to meet them in the middle by bringing it. Every so time. what are so what are, and so so I got uh, two things. Um, one is COVID has changed the way people spend their money. Uh, they're spending it differently, and their expectations have gone up. And uh, I would I, I would one hundred percent agree with that. I definitely feel like people are back in the salon, and uh, they want what they want. I mean, they're being cool because like COVID, but at the same time, that doesn't mean they'll come back. Like they might be cool in the salon, but that is, you know, they're like, you know, I can go somewhere else. Um, And then there is, uh, and that kind of, I guess that kind of bleeds into the second part is, uh, you know, if you want to build a book, you're not, you don't have that much of an opportunity. So you got to nail it. So what are you doing? uh, What are you doing to help to like uh, address these these changes and challenges that you're seeing. So one of the best things that I can say, like with consulting, like one of the things that I like will tell you is that most new clients sit in my chair with a consultation. The one thing that I love to hear is I've never had a consultation like this. All right. If you are not doing something outside of the box, I'm going to give you some tools. Okay. So we're always on our phones and our iPads, right? People love visuals. You need to bring out some visuals, put the swatch chart away and bring out your iPad or your phone. You're going to use your phone to show them basically a lookbook. You can use your work. You can use Google images, but you want to bring something that they could show them that they can relate to. Basically learning how to dissect the photo and giving them visuals is going to give you the puzzle pieces you need to fill in these answers. Ask questions, lifestyle. How many times do you want to be in here a year? How much are you, how, how, what is your budget like? Sometimes people don't like the word budget. So ask them, how often do you want to come in? That's going to tell you your budget. All right. Do you want something that, I mean, instead of saying the word, um, well, how much do you, well, how much lightness do you want around the face? Change up your verbiage to make you sound better. Hey, do you maybe want to do a conversation piece? Do you maybe want to do a face frame highlight? That's where this is going. They want a higher elevated experience. Use your phone, use your iPad. Um, Also asking questions like, you know, wrapping the retail in the beginning of the consultation, starting that in the beginning. 
laying the groundwork, planting those seeds, letting them know that, listen, you're here for the, you're here from the good, from the beginning to the end. Listening, like not hearing, listening to them, retaining their information, taking good client notes, being able to revert back to what you talked to six weeks ago, basically, or, you know, if you have these existing clients, take yourself out of your comfort zone with those clients and reinvent their looks because they want to spice it up too. I like that. So, so basically like get your cons consultation game tight and uh, don't be afraid to uh, make recommendations and suggestions. Right. Because the thing is they want you to suggest that's what they pay you for. I a hundred percent agree with that. So give them what you want. If they don't take it, you've already planted the seed. Don't spend your client's money for them. Oh, Let good. them do it. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Don't spend your client's money for them. <laughs> I love that. Right. Yeah. If you if we spend their money, we're going to hold back and we're going to worry. They're right. not worried because they made the appointment with you. They want your suggestions. Whether they agree, you've already suggested, you give them your plan. You don't have to do everything in one shot, but you've already laid the groundwork for the next appointments. Yeah, I love that. Love that. So uh, what about the, uh, so no more of the uh, infamous, oh, what are you here for? Shampoo, go get shampoo. Or, or sorry, what are you here for? A haircut, go get shampoo. And then when they're sitting there with wet dog look being like, so what are we doing today? Oh, no. <laughs> or or this one. Same thing? No. Yeah. And yeah. I'm notorious. I've done it. I've done it and I've lost clients. I'm, I probably lost one a week ago. I lose clients all the time. But if your game is tight, you're losing them for the right reasons because maybe they can't afford you anymore and that's okay. Right. Or they can't book in advance and you need them to book right. in and advance. It, right. And you need that. If you are yeah. not, if you are so booked and you're saying, oh, I can't take any more clients. Well, you need a price increase then. Right. Totally. You know what I mean? Because that's how you move. So are but, you using, um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, are you uh, doing, are you utilizing, okay, so that's from, as an operator, uh, I can tighten up my my consultation game. Um, I can even learn some lingo to- uh, Change to, up your verbiage. To change up the verbiage, yeah, to like create this more valuable experience. I'd love that, by the way. And uh, by the way, it would be awesome if uh, you had uh, somewhere- or a recommendation for how to learn that, that type of verbiage. I mean, is there, where do you pick that up? I mean, is that something you make so, it up or. I mean, we can always, I mean, get out of, get out of thesaurus, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but if you're watch, if you are constantly watching online education, which everybody should be, yeah. that's where this verbiage is going to be. Okay, cool. So I pick, I watch my videos. I pick up the verbiage. I get my consultation tight. Get your iPad out. Use Google Images. Use pictures. Yeah, I like Pinterest. By the way, I don't know if you've ever tried using them. So Pinterest, my favorite is um, Pinterest is great, but I find that there's a lot in Pinterest. I yeah, want it clean. Is. Okay. So how we speak to clients is not how me and you are going to speak to each other when it comes to color, right? Right. Correct. Okay. So they don't know the difference between cool and warm. They really don't. No, they, they do. Don't. No, they think so, they do. <laughs> right. They think they do. And they show you, I mean, so I know that you might not be able to see, so I'm giving you the answers folks. 
I want to type in a warm, all I'm going to put into Google images is warm balayage. Okay. That's all I'm putting in. I'm making this very, very simple for them. Okay. You want a warm balayage? All right. As you can see, there's pictures here. Yeah. Okay. I go to all. Now it's nothing but warm balayages, right? We see all the warm balayages, nothing in my way. I'm like, I say to them, show me one that you like. Now show nice. me one that you hate. Sometimes when I pull up, then I'll say, okay, I'll pull up cool balayage. Nine times out of 10, they don't like any of them. They want me to go back to the warm balayage. Yeah, but sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes. But that's how they see color. Right, right. Red balayage, copper balayage. Put them all in there. Money piece. It's going to show you different money pieces. I want it this thin. I want it this thick. Make it very easy for them. Like we go to Chipotle. I want this. I want this. I want this. Make it like that. Got it. Simplify right. your consult, but make it so easy that they felt like they were involved. They felt that you heard them. They know that you're on the same page and they know that you ain't going to fuck this up because you already went in so diligently. And I guarantee you by the end of that consult, they're going to tell you, wow, no one's ever taken the time before. And some of these people are saying that and they're 55 years old. That's bad. Yeah. We got to yeah, do better. So uh, I got a, uh, I got a question. So my, um, the booking software that I've I'm using, there's notes, uh, a note section where I can take notes. Um, but I talked to the software company and they said after a certain period of time, if I don't update the notes, then they'll be deleted. Do you, um, are you, do you have any like sort of, okay, so we got the, we got to like get our game time, get our consultation. Can I ask what software that is? Uh, it's called Rosie Salon Runner. Okay. And um, the way they worded it, you know, it's a little confusing, but, you know, after talking to them, they said, yeah, like if you're not using it for like 18 months or it might be a long time, like two or three years, but still like when you have a clientele, you know, you've been doing for over a decade, then the, the three years doesn't sound like very much time. Um, but yeah, I'm, and that's just, notes. <laughs> yeah, well then, and, and so like, I'm not going to be constantly updating the notes. So anyway, um, I, I made my point is, you know, and if I'm wrong, if anybody knows salon runner and they know that for a fact I'm wrong, then please tell me because I need some clarity on that. But that, that's, that's what I got from the actual company when I, uh, when I, and they don't have a, they don't ever want to call. So it's emails. So there could be a loss in translation, but my, it leads to my point of, uh, uh my question, sorry, to my question of like, what can, uh, what else can a stylist or a salon owner or somebody do to help with this other than, let's just say that like we wrap up our game, uh, our consultation game and we have regular training and uh, is there any sort of like uh, other tools or um, technology or anything other than um, like Google images and searching databases? Um, is there anything, any other way that you're managing in this at all? Well, my staff, I mean, I train them on this consult, you know what I mean? But I also encourage them to make it their own. Um, as far as client records, I also use Salon Scale as well. Okay. And Salon Scale, for those of us, of us who do not know, is what? So Salon Scale is a digital um, scale that measures your color at re in real time and basically will help you price your service properly, but also keeps the records of that guest. 
Oh, nice. uh, and that is backed out, backed up on a cloud. So that has nothing to do with my booking system. So anytime that something is measured in the salon that, you know, stylist has their profile and they put their guest in and they're measuring and it's measured and in the database of what they use every single time. And do, and does uh, salon scale have like a notes thing or is it primarily for inventory purposes? Uh, no, it's a notes. You can, you can definitely, oh, really? yeah. I mean, you can put whatever you want in there. Oh, nice. So that's good. So you utilize, I mean, I feel like that's important. This is a huge portion because uh, people who, you know, there's, I've been talking to a lot of these booking softwares uh, because there's some specific functionality that I want that I can't find. And uh, what I'm finding is that, I mean, I don't have the exact numbers, but it's close to 50%, maybe 40, somewhere between 40 and 60% of salons across the country are still using pen and paper or they're using, or they're using yeah, like I mean, Google, like, uh, like Google, uh, calendar. calendar or their calendar app or whatever. Yeah. So I use Vigaro, which has done me well. Um, and, uh, I use salon scale. Um, if you are interested in salon scale, you can go to my link tree and check it out from there. Um, it's an amazing piece of technology. Uh, I wish I would have thought of it. Um, it is probably the most innovative piece of technology this industry has seen for the past 10 years. Nice. I like that. And so that helps you not only like provide a better service, but that also seems to be able to help you get granular with uh, inventory and uh, it's an, un, it's an untapped pro- yes, it's an untapped profit center. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would uh, love to implement something like that. Um, cool. So, all right. Well, do you, uh, do you think of any, any other, uh, any other things that uh, hairdressers, salon owners, or anybody looking to get in this industry should uh, be aware as they uh, look forward into the future? So if you are a commission, if you are a commission stylist, my biggest, um, my biggest piece of advice to you is find somewhere that you resonate with the culture of the salon. Make sure that owner definitely has you in mind and wants a relationship with you as a business partner. Um, it's the only industry where you're running your own business inside of another business. And um, as a salon owner, I do whatever I can to make my team happy, but still uh, trying to lead us, you know, to be bigger and better. And sometimes I have to make really bad, you know, really, you know, hard decisions. But at the end of the day, just have an owner or a mentor that fights for you, you know, that, you know, keeps your, you know, keeps boundaries. It doesn't overwork you. Um, and really, really guides you to be better, a better person. You know, it's, it's not just about the hair. It goes so beyond that in this business. And it's really important because I didn't have that growing up in this industry. I was on my own. I lost, I didn't know what I was doing for the first like six years. Um, but being there for my team and watching them grow has been sometimes better than watching my own clients be happy to be completely honest with you. Um, watching them make goals, uh, be financially free, do things in their twenties that I could never do because I just was broke all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been something that has been life-changing for me. And there's these salons are out there. You just have to look for them because there are other owners out there that can do that for you, but you just have to really, really make sure that culture aligns with you. Um, as far as independence go, I've been there as well. My biggest, uh, takeaway for independence is know your numbers. Um, make sure that you're at a 12% profit and get a coach if you're not, 
it's one of the best things that I ever did. And it changed the game for me. And uh, actually, that's I'm glad you finished with that, that last point. Um, where how would you recommend someone go about finding a business coach, advisor or mentor? IG, baby. Okay. They're out there. There's many different programs out there. I mean, like you said, you consult as well. Um, but if you're at a level where you, you, you do well, you just don't know how to kind of put some of these business pieces together. Um, there are amazing coaches out there. Um, I'd be happy to share some with you. If somebody wants to message me, um, it changed the game for me. And I still have one to this day. Um, my coach is Nina Tulio. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, famous name right there. Yeah. Um, that is who's coached me and that is who's helped me be the leader that I am today because I couldn't do it on my own. And I used to think that I could, and I can't, um, and it's okay to ask for help and there's help out there. I would love to help anyone that I could and lead them in the right direction. Um, the industry is changing for the better. Um, I think there's a lot more community. I think there's a lot more support. I think there's a lot more culture and, you know, kind of stylists getting back, you know, behind each other instead of that old school boomer way of mine, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and if I'm going to be part of that movement, I'm here for it because I want to see others do better because when they do better, I do better. I mean, it's just, it's the law of attraction. And, um, if you are, if you're in the right place, if your your intent is good, it you will you will thrive. That's good. So, um, uh, so in order to, if anybody listening is like they love what you're talking about and they want more, uh, as far as the business coaches, we'll make sure to uh, include information in the comments below, uh, and I can get I can get that information um, from you if you don't mind, and I can make sure that it's available to anybody uh, watching or listening. Awesome. Yeah. I would love to refer anyone that I can to people that I know. Um, again, like I said, there's different kinds of coaches for different kinds of businesses, you know, definitely do your homework and do some research and you'll, you'll find somebody who you vibe with. That's good. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, I think this is great. This is like a, uh, very informative and I love hearing, uh, different entrepreneurs for a view of like, what's the most important thing that's happening right now in the industry. And I think that you're spot on with people's changing and, uh, buying habits, expect, uh, consumer expectations are changing just along the same lines of, uh, employee expectations. Everyone's heard of this great resignation or great reshuffling where people are quitting their jobs at record paces. Uh, well, they're not just quitting. They're reimagining what they want to do with their life and customers yeah. are doing the same thing with their money. And, um, so I'm glad you brought that up and that's great. Um, cool. Well, and if there's any last words that you want to share before we wrap up, uh, otherwise, um, just we'll thank see. you. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for this opportunity. And I'm so happy that we got to make this connection, you know, over Instagram and, and making these connections and finding people who are you align with is, I mean, there is just nothing like it. So thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure the viewers and listeners did it well. Everyone, uh, this is Dominique. And um, until next time, I'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.